You're listening to St. Pius X Catholic Church in Lafayette, Louisiana. Thank you for joining us. Jesus, the Prince of Peace, says that he came to the earth not to bring peace, but division. In Matthew's Gospel, it says that he came not to bring peace, but the sword. After our blessed Lord's resurrection, our, he says to the apostles, I give you the gift of peace. But yet here, he says not peace, but warfare, even within families. Peace and war are opposites. So how can Jesus be the source of both? There is such a thing as false peace, the peace that the world offers. This peace has been glorified in today's culture for the past few years. In fact, Sometimes, most of the time, popular culture has tried to reduce Christianity to this false peace. Summed up in a saying, people will often say, well, as long as you're just nice to people, that's what matters, that's all that matters. That peace, is a lie. This peace, this false peace, teaches that all peace is good. In fact, peace, tolerance, and openness are the supreme goods. You should be so tolerant, you should be so open-minded that your brain falls out. In fact, everything you hold should be sacrificed for this peace, this false peace. Especially, you should have peace with the errors of the world and with your own spiritual enemies. It's plain to see that peace is indeed a good, but sometimes it can be hurtful. When peace with something or some idea pulls me away from God, then we need to wage war against it. As St. Pius X had a famous slogan he would often say, violence against error, but charity and love to those in error. Very plainly, just kind of ask yourself, when is the last time you stood up for the faith? When is the last time standing up the, for the faith caused division, even within the family? In our first reading, the people were trying to kill the prophet Jeremiah for speaking truth, uncomfortable truths. You see, bad people 
We'll forgive you for being bad, but very often bad people will not forgive you for being good. This false peace is set against what true peace is. Christ came to send fire upon the earth, and how he wished it was already blazing. Our blessed Lord does not mean this in the way of consuming and destroying good people. No, Christ is the author of all that is good. He means this as gold is purified by fire. He means to burn up the straw in our life. Just as gold is purified by fire, so the Christian's faith is purified by trials, by the cross. Last week, we had a missionary from Nigeria. Another priest, he was a secret mission, he still is a secret missionary to China. He was with us at the 9 a.m. In both of these places, it's a crime to be a Catholic. For merely owning a Bible, especially if you are a Catholic, means that you're put on a firing line. It means that you're going to jail, or as a woman, it means you're going to be trafficked for holding the faith. The peace of the world will tell us that their faith is in vain, that they should have abandoned the faith, they should have abandoned God. That their hope for heaven is in vain. The peace of heaven is not superior to the peace on earth. True peace is worth fighting for. True peace is worth suffering for. What is true peace? True peace is Christ and his teachings. You see, for us, 99% of what most people in America would consider, you know, I've undergone something, some suffering for the faith, is not true suffering. It's more like an uncomfortable situation. Or it's like um, drama. I've undergone drama for the faith. Um, it's just our obsession with popular opinion. Our second reading from the Hebrews asked a very blunt question. Have you yet suffered to the point of shedding blood? I haven't. Think of the worst thing, close your eyes and think of the worst thing you suffered for Jesus and his teachings. Now ask yourself, have you yet suffered something for Jesus and his teaching? Have you yet had an uncomfortable situation, an uncomfortable conversation? stood up for the faith. The problem with our decadent culture 
is that we have forgotten how to suffer well for the faith. Or what's more problematic, we think that it's not necessary to suffer for Christ in the world today. That Jesus, the command of Jesus to pick up our cross, deny ourselves, and follow him doesn't apply to us today. As the world grows more hostile to the teachings of Christ and to Christ himself, we will have to make a decision to either stand up for the faith or abandon Christ. Do not be afraid. Live your faith boldly. In our second reading, the author of Hebrews tells us that we're surrounded by a great cloud of witnesses. These are the angels and the saints. They are our true audience, not people. Opinions change 20 times a day. We can't even decide where to eat. Why would I try to conform to the ways of the world? God, the angels, and the saints are my true audience. Just as a father and a mother grows in love for their child through the pains of pregnancy and childbirth, so a Catholic grows in love of God and his neighbor by the trials he undergoes. Cavities hate dentists. Cancers hate radiation. Demons hate truth. Love cannot stop warring against hate. Truth cannot stop warring against lies. The light cannot stop warring against the darkness. But it's a deep consolation to know that all the darkness in the world can't extinguish the light of a single candle. All lies will die. Truth alone remains. Remember and take comfort and St. Teresa of Calcutta's liberating and life-changing principle. God did not put you in this world to be successful. He put you in this world to be faithful. May Christ's peace be with you always.